You're listening to SBS News. This view is similar to the one seen by many thousands of immigrants as they entered the U.S. By- the Statue of Liberty in New York Harbor has stood as an emblem of America's proud embrace of immigrants. But the recent influx of migrants has created a state of emergency. In the last 10 months, more than 45,000 migrants have arrived, largely bused here to the Port Authority Terminal by conservative leaders from border states like Texas. It's led New York's mayor to declare this a man-made humanitarian crisis. But ultimately, Eric Adams, himself a Democrat, has placed the blame on the federal government and President Biden. This is wrong for the cities of America to take this on, the federal government should step in and say, let's coordinate this. Because if we all take a portion, it won't overwhelm a city. By law, New York must provide shelter to anyone who needs it. But the system is buckling under the strain. So this is one of the units that's being prepared yes. for the next family. Yes. So everything is cleaned and prepped and painted and ready for a new family to come in. Henry Love is the vice president of Wynn, one of the city's shelters. This is our site here has mostly moms with one child. So that's why you see the bed and and usually one um, cradle. Henry says migrants coming in don't have work authorization or access to federal benefits like food stamps or Medicare. Shelters simply don't have the resources or space needed to keep up with the flows of those arriving. There's lots of people who are coming into our system who are fleeing climate-related disasters. They're fleeing um, economic um, and political violence, social violence. Our system wasn't set up to deal with this population. When you look at this, dealing with people directly coming and having to help them, what does that make you think about our immigration system? The fact that our immigration system is so convoluted, it's confusing. I speak English, and I'm pretty educated, and it is baffling to me, let alone someone who's, you know, in crisis mode, doesn't speak the language, um, is in a city, you know, without supports to have to navigate that. I can't even fathom. But again, we're not going to shut up. We're going to keep screaming and asking for the federal government to, to step up and really, you know, do immigration reform. What does this look like in six months? What does it look like in a year? What does it look like in five years? If these flows through the hemisphere continue to happen and we continue to kick it down the road and don't address some of these root causes. In the shelter's multi-purpose room, toys and art supplies help liven the space. M.E. often comes down here with her infant and her toddler son who enjoys coloring. She is an asylum seeker who wants to remain anonymous. She says she fled Venezuela at four months pregnant in search of a better life for her children, even though she knew the journey would be dangerous. Sometimes we didn't have access to any food. My older child and I spent a day without eating. We would beg for food, but people had barely enough for themselves. We crossed through jungles. It was horrible, horrible. M.E. hopes one day she can work and bring over her remaining daughter in Venezuela. Others like her are just as motivated to come to the United States. 